Welcome to Daily Steps from One Extraordinary Marriage, where we outline simple steps that you can take to have the ultimate marriage adventure. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. In today's show, we answer the question, how do you prioritize your marriage when you are physically, emotionally, and spiritually drained? There's a saying that goes that your marriage can only be as healthy as the individuals who make up that marriage. Mm-hmm. And when you're physically, emotionally, and spiritually drained, well, it's going to have an impact sure on is. your marriage for sure. You're probably becoming aware of the drift or you're living in the disconnect, right? It feels like there's a chasm. And you know, as you're dealing with this and going, okay, how do I, how do I deal with the marriage? I'm like completely wiped out on all levels. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you, in almost 22 years of marriage, we've had many many, many times where this has been the case. And and I will tell you, we learned a lot over those 22 years, right? And the first thing that you have to do, think of it as when you're sitting on an airplane and it's getting ready to take off and the very nice flight attendants are walking up and down the aisle and they say, in the event of an emergency, the compartment above you will drop four oxygen masks. Please put your oxygen mask on first and then assist the other people sitting in your row. Mm Mm-hmm. The same thing is true in your marriage. When you're drained at this place, you need to put your oxygen mask on first. And I don't know what your oxygen mask is, what that thing is that is going to allow you to restore and rejuvenate yourself. Because it varies from person to person. I will tell you that the two people behind the microphones here have two very, very different ways of doing it. What I do is not the same thing that what Tony does. Correct. And for me, like, I want to cocoon. I want to, like, go read a book. And Tony's like, I got to get out. I want to get out. I want to be moving. I want to get on my bike. I want to be riding. It clears my mind. It allows me to think. It, it just gets me out. That's, that's just me. And so for some of you, it may be, you know, getting out on the boat, maybe walking on the beach. It might be doing some exercise. It might be drawing in your quiet place or painting or singing or playing your instrument, whatever it may be. That's where you want to go. So you can start to grow. And, and we're so quick to think that we don't have time for that. Mm-hmm. Right? When, yes. when we're feeling drained, when we're feeling the disconnect, we're like, oh, I just have to work harder. I have to work harder. I have to, you know, like, like just put my head down and, and, and power through. And sometimes the most powerful thing that you can do is to actually take a rest. Mm-hmm. Because if you're running on empty, you're going to stop running. Think of a gas tank. If it's on empty, it doesn't go anymore. Right, You can only go on fumes for so long, and that's what's happened when you're this drained. So you have to actually pull over to the side of the road and fill up at the gas station. You need to identify what your gas station is. Right, You need to identify where am I going to get energy? Where am I going to get restored? Is it going to church? Is it listening to you know, music at a concert? Is it having coffee with a friend? Wherever it is, you need to make the time for it because as you come back into the marriage restored, as you come back with an energy level, as that gas tank starts to get full, guess what? You actually have the energy to connect with your spouse. For me, what I've noticed in these times, personally, bad habits have crept in. Mm. And for me, for you, they may be different. But for myself personally, I notice when it's hard to prioritize our marriage, habits, bad habits begin to creep in. They begin to cause a disconnect between Elisa and I, and I have to cut those off. And I have to begin looking at the good things, the good routines, the good habits that need to come into my life so that way I can then prioritize my marriage, 
you know, be it spiritually, physically, emotionally, you know, and then what I end up doing, and Elise and I will discuss it, is we'll take one of those and we'll attack it. We'll go after it. We'll we'll say, hey, this is an area we need to address. Currently in our marriage right now, we are looking down and going, we really need to address our spiritual intimacy. And so we are going to begin taking action so that way we get closer spiritually, not just going to church and worshiping together, but more than that for us. But we realize that, hey, there's something going on. We had to cut out some stuff, and now we can start introducing the new stuff. Absolutely. And guys, this isn't like a one-time conversation, no. right? It's not a one-time fix. It's not like saying, oh, you know what? I'm feeling so drained. I'm just going to go out for a run, and then I'll come back, and I'll be like, we'll be all fixed, right? The reality is, is that there was a process of getting disconnected. There was a process of getting drained. There's a process of getting healthy. We have to reverse the negative process, create a positive process. And, and one of the ways that you do that, like Tony was saying, you know, as you start to look for the positive is actually voicing the positive in your marriage. As you're doing those things that are rejuvenating you, one of the most powerful actions that you can take for yourself, for your spouse and for your marriage is to acknowledge one good thing about the marriage every single day. Yes. Put it in a journal, put it in notes on your phone, put it on a post-it note or on a calendar where you all can see it. But to say, I'm going to step into this place where I am looking and I expect to see something amazing in our marriage every day. For more information on this topic, check out oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash power couple. 